Welcome to the Hellboy Book Club. My name is John Salinas, and I'm here with... Aubrey Loveless. And I'm Danielle. And I'm Matt Schreckbein. Hey, it's Matt Schreckbein. Matt Schreckbein in the house. Yay. Matt's back. back. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Matt. How's it going? It's going good. Thanks for having me. I really miss you guys. Aww. We miss you too, Matt. That's great. It's really good to hear from you. you, um, you give us an update on the Milagro comic. Let us know how, how that's all coming together after the successful Kickstarter that yeah, you guys had. Oh, yeah. I, I never talk about Milagro, so I'd be happy to. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, like, I, I tell people, cut me off if I start talking about my own comic book project, okay? Because I will. Well, but here's it's... a situation where it's appropriate to do this. That yeah, thing, so no, go totally. ahead. First of all, thank you guys for all the support you gave us. That was tremendous. It was a Thank you big, for making awesome deal. stuff. Yeah. yeah, that was our awesome. pleasure. It was great. A lot of fun, man. It, it was like weekly hearing updates it was so fun so anyway we just completed um well i'll put it this way we're moving on to our third and final chapter of the book where right. it's already right. underway excellent and and the the way it works is because i'm the guy on the back end i can do it all at once so i'm simultaneously coloring lettering and wow putting together the actual production file Jeez. for the printer awesome so it's like when I get the final pages from Ross, it'll only be a couple of days later before we can hand this thing off. If we Jeez. if we wanted to, we'll probably take our time and, you know, finesse. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, you're welcome, it, Ross. <laughs> yeah, Well, I mean, it's going really well. You guys, Ross is the guy is a machine, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. He can draw anything. His thumbnails make my drawing look horrible, right? <laughs> He's so good at it. Like, he and Guillermo are, it's like they were meant to work together. Do you he know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the way Ross interprets the writing is perfect and then some. And, like, I'm, you know, I'm an easy art director kind of a guy. I never really criticize anyone or tell people they have to do better. I'm like, give me what you can give me and, and we'll we'll take it. And I'm like, I can't believe this is so good. Right. Like, no one's cracking a whip. And they are doing the best work that I've seen from either of them. And, oh, wow. and it's, so it's up to me to, like, you know, come through with my part as well as I can, too. So it, I, all expectations have been exceeded. All of the Kickstarter rewards are pretty much done. Nice. Um, That's fantastic. Love well, it when it all comes mailers. together like that. That's great. Yeah, it's all come together. It it's it's amazing that it's October because I this has been a one year project. Oh wow! And you know this is the home stretch and it's looking good. I'm really excited for everyone to see it. I keep wanting to text out sneak peeks and I'm like, <laughs> no, this is going to totally ruin it. You know? <laughs> yeah, I want to wait. I want to wait and super yeah. excited get it all at it, once. Though, yeah. yeah, it'll be great. I just one last thing is I just got done coloring pages that I think are from a scene that sells the entire book. Oh, I think that's it's exciting to hear. And and it's not even like the end of the book or the final scene of the book, but it's one of those things where it's like this is what people are going to be excited about, I think. Excellent. So nice. Yeah, so anyway, awesome. lots to look forward to. A lot of good news there. That's, yeah, that's great. That's so great. That's yeah. exciting, man. Uh yeah. I'm really excited to get an update on that and to uh, we all enjoyed our rewards that we yes. got. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I'm excited for like uh, the stretch goals that were met through the Kickstarter. So it's been oh, awesome. Yeah. I saw a picture on Instagram. 
Ross just had like a stack of the pages, you know, or that. Yeah, that was I so cool. That. I was like, wow, was you know, it's cool. really coming together. He's done a lot of work on that. So yeah, congratulations really to all three of you. That's great. Yeah, I saw on a yeah, Facebook, thanks. I saw on Facebook he said he's like got 22 pages left to draw, and I was just like, and he's gonna try and work on it for his Inktober. <laughs> oh wow, wow, awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ross, like if you want. If you want to know how it's going, I'll say it's going fantastic. If you want to know exactly how it's going, like in detail, just follow Ross on online. Yeah. He he will tell you exactly where he's at, where he wishes he was, and where he will be, what his intentions are. He's talk about transparency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's a great follow uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, definitely check him out at uh, Ross Radke Art on Facebook. Also, apparently, you can cut this out if you want. Apparently, the Inktober guy sucks. Oh, so. he totally sucks. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't cut that out. Leave that in. He apparently, sucks. I mean, this is just what I've heard. I have no, I don't really sure. know one way or the other. I saw a bunch of stuff online about it. I read a bunch of different things, and apparently he sucks or something. So. Yeah. How, how do you feel about people like doing a saying something different or do, yeah, that's still, fine. still doing sure. that, but calling it something different? Absolutely. That. That's yeah. great. Yeah, let's do that. Sure. Let's do one of those things. Let's call it... um Milagro-tober. Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's what he's doing. Oh, did somebody say something? I don't know. What? I don't know what it what, what went down. I can't remember. I read it and then promptly forgot about it. All that all that stuck with me was that apparently that dude sucks, so call it a different thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't think anybody said anything uh, anything to Ross, but no, um, I've seen it pop up too now yeah, that it's October. Like somebody's like, you know... I read this one tweet. He's like, you know, I'm glad that, you know, even though this guy sucks, uh, we could still just create art every day. Just do art. It's fine. Yeah. 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 There you go. Follow Daniel Warren Johnson, who's doing Wrestletober. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Daniel Warren Johnson. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. I do follow him. Better Ray Bill. He's doing a great job on that book if you're checking that out. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. All right. I also want to give an update on our raffle goodness that we've got going on right now. All right. I got to give a huge shout out to Richard Pace. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. We do need to do that. Richard Pace, awesome artist and hashtag book club member, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, so in case you missed it, he did the this tribute to like Hellboy's Seed of Destruction. It's amazing. On, it's an 11 by 17 original piece of art. We watched him draw it. We did. On Instagram Live. Yeah, we were like messaging with him and talking to him. It was so cool. And I think um, wow. you said that he posted it to his IGTV, right? Yeah, because I looked at oh, it great. later. Uh, I, looked, I looked after it was done that he uh, had posted it. Uh, you can find it on his Instagram feed. That's so if awesome. You, if you want, if you want to, it's like two hours of him drawing the. He's such a cool guy. Inking the piece. Yeah, and um, yeah, what a great! I, I love it's the internet fantastic. can be really cool sometimes. Yes. You know what I it mean? For be. all the horrible stuff that happens, <laughs> you know, this guy just reaches out to us and knocks out this amazing piece of art. And so yeah. now that's part of our giveaway. So if you want that piece, you know, you can check it out on our social media. You can also check How it did out. He find out about this. It was through Clayton Schofield. Ah, uh, Clayton Schofield, book club member. Yes, book and club member extraordinary. raffle hero. Yes, and he's also donating the From the Vault sketchbook. So yeah, Clayton kind of wow. gave us a two yeah. for one here just by like some networking online. Well, thank you, Richard Pace, for drawing yeah. this incredible piece of art for this raffle. It's to a good cause. Thank you for supporting this cause. And we really appreciate yeah. everyone who's supporting this cause, yeah. um, any way that you're supporting it. It's, um, yeah. Good have stuff. you have you seen it, Matt? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's oh, amazing. He's fucking yeah, so I follow good. that guy anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I have I was following That's, him also. Like, he's amazing. And he's then really he comes great. out with this. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. That's really nice. Um at Richard underscore pace on Instagram, at R Pace on Twitter. Make sure to check him out. So You know, when you're when when you're the institutions that are supposed to help you and support you and, and improve your quality of life fail you, it's 
you know, barring that, uh, it is really nice to see the communities, various communities come together to support one another. And that's that's really, you know, that's the only thing sometimes that keeps me going in situations like this when you've got such horrible things happening is people who come together and say, well, no, fuck that. We're going to go ahead and say, fuck that and do whatever we can. And so thank you to everyone who's doing whatever they can. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like we've mentioned and like you're seeing on our social media, we have our raffle going on right now. We're supporting the Lilith Fund, which provides reproductive care for Texans who need it. And uh, this is going on until November 11th, 2021. Each dollar that you donate towards the Lilith Fund, you send me the receipt and each dollar is a ticket into the raffle. You know, um, when you donate like $25 or whatever, it asks you if you want to like add an extra dollar for fees or whatever. And so people are so nice. They're messaging me like, oh, it was $26, but I really only donated 25 because the other dollar I put in there to pay for the fees. And I'm like, well, I'm going to count it anyway. You got 26 tickets if you pay for the fees. I'm going to count it as a raffle ticket anyway for paying the fees or whatever. Yeah. That's a stand-up thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so that counts in my book. Yes. So they're trying to make abortions illegal, and uh, they're trying to make it so that you can't get them. And we're trying to be like, actually, no, you should be able to get that if you need that yeah. procedure. And so there are organizations, there you go. That, there are organizations that are trying that. to help you get an abortion if you need that. So, so here we go. we're supporting that. Yep. Um, so I just got a shout out, like I said, that From the Vault signed a numbered sketchbook by Mike Mignola. It comes with a Dapper Skellington postcard. Yes, certainly That's does. really awesome. I actually want that postcard. Uh, we have the Lawrence Campbell preliminary art original page of the house blowing up yes. from yes. Devil You Know. And then that sketchbook number two. Um, we've got the Mike Mignola quarantine sketchbook with that limited Hellboy and playing cards print. We've got the Hellboy animated four minibus set. For your bookshelf, they look yeah. so cool. You got Kate. You got Kate. You got Liz. <laughs> you Who got else you Abe. got? You got Those Abe. two other guys. You got, there's a couple other <laughs> Some guys. Some guy, he's kind of, I think he's red. He's red. <laughs> and we got the book club special. That's the two trade paperbacks of the short stories. And then my personal Hellboy novels that I dog-eared and highlighted and wrote in. <laughs> That's so um, awesome. They're lovingly used. But now you can add them to your bookshelf. You can check out those episodes that we recorded on those books. I like, I like the book club special. I like that. That's good. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so big shout-out to Richard Pace. Thank you so yes, much. Yes, thank you. All right, and now we're going to go on to our listener feedback. Listener feedback. <laughs> That's great. Get out, trades and floppies. Get out, hardback copies. Digital is fine. Read along in time. Get we got a Hey You Damn Guys from Andrew Craddock. Andrew Craddock. Book club member. Yeah. He said, Hey You Damn Guys, longtime listener, not always great at commenting. I just wanted to say thank you for breathing new love into this series I've always felt a strong connection to. Aww. I've enjoyed listening each week, and I am so happy to see the community you have helped foster. Though Aww. I'm sad the Hellboy portion of your podcast may be winding down, I hope you'll continue in other amazing series, and I'm sure... You will bring the same book club love you always have to whatever you do. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's you, really Andrew. nice. Wow, that's great. We so, will continue to be completely obnoxious. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. We're going to keep doing that. And the friendship, hashtag friendship will live friendships, on. Friendships continued. Oh, he said, here's to drinking with Skellington. Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Ah, thank <laughs> nice. you. Thank you. Oh, got a Hey You Damn Guys from Becky Boneshaker. Becky Boneshaker. Book club member. Yeah. I love what you guys do. It's so nice to have a podcast that is hooked on the comics it's so wholesome listening to you all discuss the Mignola verse in such depth. It's really opened a new level of appreciation for this series for me. So thank you. 
Aw. Wow. These are very yeah, wholesome. I know. These are very like sweet and very sweet. Friendship. I got nothing. I got nothing to riff on over here. Like, I know. Everyone's <laughs> being so sweet and so nice. Well, one thing that you might appreciate it. So <laughs> Becky Boneshaker, I actually looked at her profile and she is a falconer. Oh, oh wow. Nice. Yeah. So that's I was fantastic. like, wow, that's crazy. That's so cool. Image, like all these videos of falcons that's and doing dope. cool stuff. That's super dope. Anyway. We very love it. cool. Yeah. Thank you for the message. And we got a Hey Damn Guys from a John Lorita. John Lorita. Book club member. Hey, book club. I know this is strange. Can I say I'm glad you guys are still going strong? <laughs> Last episode I listened to was Hollow Earth back in 2018. Wow, those were good wow. times. That was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, God. There was, or were they a good time? They might have been. Yeah. Uh, it was the episode I was mentioned in, which was amazing, by the way. But unfortunately, some deep personal shit started to pop up. Boo, that I had to deal with. But now... I finally have time to dive back into the podcast. After three years of fuckery, I'm finally at a balancing point. That is good to hear. Yeah, that is good to hear. We don't like uh, we don't like it when fuckery pops up, do we, boys? No, definitely not. No, yeah. no. We're we're anti fuckery over no here. No fuckery here. Now able to finally listen to it all. I have a bit of catching up to do, but it's like meeting some very old friends and catching up. Happy many belated birthdays and glad to slowly make my way back into the community. Aw. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Well, Welcome back. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing John about Marita, this is that it's cool. on the internet and you can listen to it whenever at your at your leisure, at yeah. your uh, own pace. And that's totally cool and good. And thank you for checking in with us and saying hi. We do appreciate that. And it's good to hear from you. And we are glad that things are looking up for you. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yes. Very cool. Thank Friendship. you, John. Regarding our discussion of the Hellboy 2019 movie, we were talking about that. These are all very sincere so far, and I almost feel bad. Like <laughs> no, no, no. these are great. I mean, this is really like it's nice. I'm very touched. Oh, I feel yeah, so. Too. I came in so sardonic, and I've, I apologize for that because this is very. <laughs> this is so sweet. This is really like oh, this is giving me. I'm a little bit choked up over oh, here. This is nice. It's too much. It's, it's too much love. No, for this us. is great. Yeah. Um, Friendship, man. So regard. Yes, friendship for sure. Regarding our discussion of the Hellboy 2019 movie, Drew Campbell said... Drew Campbell. Book club member. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said, John makes a good point about how much violence is in the Hellboy comics, but I agree with Danielle that the way they are portrayed in Mignola's art does not match my definition of gory. Mm -hmm. I'll concede mm -hmm. that Richard Corbin's art can be pretty gory and disturbing to look at. I guess I'm mostly thinking of Mignola's art. I like John's description of chopped off limbs and wounds as looking like lightsaber wounds. <laughs> to me, those don't feel gory at all. Violent, right. yes, but not gory. Because it's not the gore was never the point yeah. of yeah. that. Like, and to reference Mark Tweedo's perfectly worded assessment of the movie, the violence and gore in the Hellboy comics always serves the story. Mm -hmm. The point of those scenes is not to gross you out, but to give you a sense of weight or tragedy or horror of the situation. The gore in the movie feels like, as okay. Mark said, someone thinking, oh, man, this is going to be badass. <laughs> and again, yeah. I feel like I need to clarify I'm not against movies being gory. Sure. I enjoy plenty of Splatterfest movies, but it just doesn't match up with how I perceive the yeah, tone of the Hellboy exactly. Like, what's yeah. the it, is it? Does it set the tone yeah. for the storytelling that you're trying to accomplish? Is that does it match up? I think is what he's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, pay that. I'll pay that. You don't think they looked at any James Heron art? Hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I mean, wh what I was saying, I think on the last episode, or I might have said it a little bit, is like by bringing Daimyo into the movie and by saying yeah. that he's a part of the cast, yeah, they're going to be referencing right Guy Davis and James Heron drawing like, Look at all this, drawing the yeah. were monster like ripping people's Let's faces off. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> and so, like, they're they're not viewing it as. They're viewing it as all one thing. Yeah. This is all the same yeah. comic as Hellboy is. Why not make the 
BPRD movie, I guess, because do people know? Because that's the thing is that they're like, oh, Hellboy. People recognize that now. They know Hell. They know yeah, the name yeah. Hellboy. Yeah. They can't make a BPRD movie. They feel perhaps. I I don't know. Like, is anyone? Do you think anyone would be willing to take that on? And be like, let's just do it. You know, like when? How would we get that? How would that happen? I what think, would that look like in a stu- so, movie studio executives and producers? Okay, you're trying to sit so, down and pitch this so to them. You're like, it. how let do me, you pitch this? Let me do this? the pitch. Okay. Yeah. Let me do All the right, pitch. Okay. So here's my pitch: is like. You start off with the Hellboy and the with the BPRD, like the old school days. You have like the Liz, yeah. Abe, Hellboy. You do a couple little like haunted houses, bullshit like that. You kind of build your way up to like something like Conquer Worm or whatever. Right. And then you have the scene where he fucking quits. You know, and by then you've built up, hopefully you've built up Roger yeah. and you've built up some more people in the cast of the BPRD. So then you have Hellboy quit. And then at that point, it can become too serious. It should really be a hopefully show. You've ad- hopefully, you've uh, connected with the BPRD yeah. characters. But by then, Hellboy has his own. Yeah. He, yeah. He's popular enough that he could exist on his own. But do you have enough weight behind yeah. the BPRD characters to make their own show? But if you paired them together yeah. and then broke it. It's definitely not a movie. It feels like yeah. a show. It feels yeah. like a show. It's yeah. an ensemble it's cast. Like, it's like season one should be Hellboy. Season two should be Hellboy and the BPRD. Then season three, Hellboy series, BPRD series. Or something like that. Or Hellboy comes in rarely even would be fine. Yeah, like he does yeah. in the series. I mean, one, I I honestly think they just, because you know they're going to take liberties, right? Oh, yeah. That's the thing, though. That's the thing, though, is we've got so much stuff now where they're like, no, let's do it right. Let's just do it and do it well. Hmm. That maybe you could push for, like, actually, I would appreciate it if you would get your thumb out of my eye and let me do right. this correctly. Put someone at the head of it who can actually control the whole fucking sure. thing. Someone who can move weight in this industry and be like, you know what? I'm going to throw my weight around here and say, you can't have that. I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. I'm going to walk. And they'll be like, oh, he's a moneymaker. We can't let him walk. Someone has to take a vested interest in this who can tell people no yeah. and say, no, the vision stays. I, right? think, like, I think what you do is you start off with Hellboy leaving the BPRD. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then season one is BPRD classic. Yeah. Season two is Abe Sapien on the run. So now he's thinking about Hellboy a lot. Who's where? Hell. So then season three is like Hellboy in hell, hell on earth. Yeah. Wrap it up. Yep. 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 And maybe season three and four. But it's like the real payoff is a third or fourth season where it's like, oh, shit, they're doing all Hellboy for like three episodes straight or something. I can really see that as being both you have the mythology and then you have the Monster of the Week stuff and you have your little... Totally. You know, you're kind of like filler episodes that people still love and then you've got your whatever, whatever. You know, you've got the main branch of the whole overall arc happening throughout there, woven through. You could get some really good people on something like that and have it be awesome. But then I feel like this movie was like... It felt so much like a 90s movie. Like, well, people don't know Hellboy. Let's just do a, we'll do this and we'll do that to him and we'll make it cool and we'll make it slick. And it's kind of like, <laughs> but we, oh, we're past exactly that now. We're not that doing movie. that anymore, right? Like, that's we don't have to do that anymore. I feel like you got a bunch of executives from the 90s who are still stuck in the idea of like a comic book movie. Nah, that'll never fly, see? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but wait, <laughs> we, but it's, you can though. Look at all the examples of the things that yeah. they stuck to their guns and it, it turned out great. Like, I don't know. It was yeah. just very. You need what is like this? A, someone with like a vision. It or was something such a there. camel. It was such. But a um. Camel. Anyway, but I, I'm glad we have you on the show, Matt. Because what? How do you feel about the Hellboy yes, movies? Yes. Let's get into that. Uh, I thought the first one was good and did a lot to drive people to comic shops. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And 
And so like what you, what a comic book fan wants from the movie is to see it in live action, but also get people to keep buying the comics. So they keep making the comics. Right. And support your local comic shops more. And so I think the first movie did that better than any other movie. Let's face it. If you're an Avengers movie fan (laughs) and you go to read the Avengers comics, you're going to be like, this isn't the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's not the Avengers movie. Right. That's why the, uh, like the new animated series, what if, is like based on the movie, not yeah. based on the the comics or the history that I that I grew up with. Right. So, right. the second movie only served the film franchise. I don't think people are like, oh, I wasn't gonna read the comics after the first movie, but after seeing Hellboy Junior with teeth, I'm definitely going to buy these comics. <laughs> like nobody's doing that, and and like personally, because you know how you watch something. And then years later, you're like, I should give it another shot. Sure. Maybe it was just me, right? Sure, sure, for sure. But I can't, I would have to like rent or buy Hellboy 2. It's not like (laughs) been available on HBO or Netflix or anywhere, which I think is a disappointment. It's like, come on, why don't you want people to see that? Like, what's the deal? But anyway. uh, Why don't you want to see some some goth boys doing some spin kicks? (laughs) Well, see, and I I was like this. It just felt like a movie that Hellboy was in, not a Hellboy movie. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I didn't. Yeah. And it's like it was a Guillermo del Toro movie. Yeah. Which is right. Good. Which is good. Uh, Guillermo del Toro makes great movies. Minus the baby soup, I would agree. With yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, like you know, uh, Neil Marshall is my favorite director of Game of Thrones, the TV series. Okay. His his wait, episodes. Wait, wait, wait. It was a TV series, you say? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Carry on. Well, I don't know how far. I mean, we got a guy listening <laughs> to the 2018 podcast episode. Sure, sure. Now, okay, so. right, right, right. You know what? Fair play. <laughs> I, Fair I'm play sure to he you. hasn't I, even heard I of Game of Thrones. Bit, I was a bit sharp. Continue. He's like, Game of Thrones, is that like He Man? I'm just kidding. So. Exactly like <laughs> He Man. You know what? It's a literally a shot-for-shot remake of the original He-Man cartoon. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be about something else. <laughs> but I, I think, like, because like, I remember watching, like, one episode of um, Game of Thrones. I was like, man, who directed that? Right. Wow. Yeah. And then when you see his name on a future episode, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm definitely looking forward yes. to that. So when I heard he was doing Hellboy, I was like, this isn't going to be like right. the Del Toro movies, and it's probably not going to be like the comics, right? Right. And we already know that Manola is like, do your own thing. I don't want it to be like right. the yes. comics yeah. if you yeah, don't want that's it to. True. So I, I, I was in, as long as he was in, as the creator, right? I was like, let's go. Yeah. I'm with you. Sure. And then this was happening to all uh, comic book adaptations uh, comic book movies, superhero movies, whatever you want to call they At the time that this came out, all the movies were being messed with Make by the gritty. studio. Yeah. Make it weird and, they and were like, gritty. They, well, the, but they were like, you know what? We need some more laughs. We need some yeah. wholesomeness. Some songs. We need five different yeah. guys to decide how this movie goes, yeah. which is just a horrible way to but do like, a movie. But I don't want to love Hellboy like people love Chris Evans' Captain America or right. Robert yeah. Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark. I don't Stop trying to make so yeah. this is what an executive does. He just wants to like homogenize the entire thing. Yep. yep. Right? He just wants to they're they're like, that was successful. We think this is gonna look good popping up on Insta feeds. 
and terrible shit like that, right? Having like, a non having <laughs> having a non creative person well, weigh in on anything that has to do with anything creative in right, a project exactly. just bad news. You're asking for pick, something bad pick to happen. The right, pick the right people. And Let them do this their is job. Like, it's exactly what I'm doing on Milagro. Pick the right people. Make sure they're paid. Let them rip. Yep. Yep. That's yes. that, right? Or why else and, would you have them on the project if they're not going to let them yeah, do their thing? Exactly. So no matter what happens to a movie, um, who who either gets praised or dragged? The director. Mm -hmm. yep. So if if the director is a visionary director like Neil Marshall is, like all his stuff yeah. has the same kind of flavor, right? Let him do it. Why would you Just, ever tell him to compromise? Him? Yes. And and like, look what happened. Are you guys happy with the results? <laughs> Probably not, right? So, so like you know, um, I I actually have watched this movie like five or six times. Like, I it's highly entertaining. The <laughs> end when Hellboy uh, comes up those stairs with that crown, yeah, of yeah. fire, and he's got the sword and everything. I was like, come on, this is a, like and they somehow. Yeah, but if everything you like about it, this movie can be summed up in a fucking gif. Yeah, like, exactly. But but it's like an old school heavy metal comic, or I don't know if you've yeah. ever seen sure. the heavy metal animated anthology film oh yeah have i ever that's what oh, yeah. it reminded me of in the end sure, i was like wow sure. okay yeah i i'm sure they didn't mean that but this is the director <laughs> that can make john snow walking through the woods in in winter and it's like that's the most metal thing i've ever seen yeah. on tv <laughs> i don't know why it just works it yeah. looks like it's it yeah. looks like the real world it looks like historically based you know sure so i think you can you can still see a lot of that in the Hellboy movie, but you know, I, I mean, I'm sure he wasn't there during the final editing process and all that. And if you've ever mm, yeah. endured the special features, they are really, really trying to sell it. Oh, they really uh, are on the back end. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost it's real cringy yeah. to watch. But ultimately, <laughs> it was entertaining. It was better than the second Hellboy movie, but I think really. You know, I'm the kind of guy who's like, that first movie is all I needed. It was good enough. They didn't ruin it. But, <laughs> but you know, yeah. ultimately, oh, I missed the joke. Sorry. I totally. You asked me that so I could do a gag, and I went into a whole thing. No, Sorry. no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> this is why I'm more of a nerd what was the than gag? anything else. Earlier that day. You know, I have opinions about the movies or whatever. So I was just wondering if anyone... Had written in about that again. Written in about the movie? Yeah, this week. Yeah, do you have any yeah, more listener we, we, feedback? We do have a little bit. Yeah, because those movies ruin the books for me. Oh, wow. I'm just kidding. Okay, <laughs> good. <laughs> I didn't ever think I'd hear you say something like that. I hate, that's my least favorite saying. I hate when people say that. No, you yeah. should say that, though. You should really say that on the when we talk about it, and then um, and then it'll be a joke. That would be great if you just, just do it's, what you just did again. So Amazing. Typically, when somebody says, what'd you think of the Hellboy movie? I go, oh, it ruined the comics forever. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the dumbest thing you could uh, ever say, because the comics are still there. Yeah. You're gonna be fine. Yeah. You can just go and, back and read them, Yeah, if you'd like. Well, and I really do think, like, you know, let's say I I don't know anything about superheroes, comics, or anything, but my, my dumb friend dragged me to the Hellboy movie. Sure. And then I went yeah. to read the comics and was like, this, this is what I imagine, right? Hey, I saw the Hellboy movie. It's kind of good. Do you have any comics? And then they read, like, <laughs> one trade. 
Right. But let's say it's the right-handed doom. Okay. They are going to flip out about how much better it is, how much more there is. Yeah. The best parts yeah. of the movie are the entire comic, and that's not the best part of the comic, right? Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't oh, think you get yeah. that from any other comic book movie. Like, mm. there was a guy in the comic shop in my town the other day, Newcastle Comics, and he was like, yeah, I just saw the Suicide Squad movie. Do you have any of those comics? And I was like, oh, uh, good luck. It's not going to be the same, man. I didn't say that, but... Right, yeah. but yeah, it's going to be totally different. Yeah, yeah, wow. but I, you know, I was glad he was in there. That's cool, yeah. right? That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that was great. That was, I love yeah, your take that on was that. Fantastic. I'm so glad we could talk about that with you. I also do just like coming back around to this one little thing you mentioned where you say, oh, every time I saw this guy's name pop up on the TV screen when I was watching an episode of this thing, I would get psyched. Like, oh, yeah, I'm about to see something super cool. I would get that with like episodes of the X-Files or episodes of like if it was like, yeah. oh, this yeah. is whoever's oh, right. in this yeah, or yeah. directed. But like I would you know, be like, oh, Craig in this episode or like oh, directed or written by, you know, Whoever, like if it was a writer that I liked or something like that, I would get super psyched for the episode. And so I uh, I totally felt that in my bones when you said that. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's just one example. I mean, there was like, there was even episodes of like Batman the Animated Series. Like, oh, Paul Dini's on this one. Oh my God, this could be amazing. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever it was. Like, yeah. Like, I, I, I like that HBO show Barry with Bill Hader. Yep. Oh, I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it, but I know oh, it. Oh my, oh my God. It's, I love it. It is so perfect. And, and there's this, really glorious season finale to one of the seasons and right at the end it's like directed by bill Hader, and i was like oh, i nice. wish i knew that going right. into it wow now i gotta watch it again right away with that in mind because bill Hader's like such a such a hilarious guy but also like really good at writing and 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 doing more dramatic acting and uh, then well, when you rewatch it, you're it, like holy crap i was gonna say it's good that his name came at the end so you're like hey this is good and you're like oh that's why that's why yeah, it was good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That is cool. Okay. Cool, yeah. yeah. There, but there's a lot of now. shows that are like that where I I, I am, and immediately get psyched whenever I see certain people were, were involved in the creation of this project or this episode. I'm like, this is gonna be so good. I, I can't wait. Well, and right. I, I might have mentioned this, but The Descent is my is my favorite horror movie of all time. Because You've never, like, oh, I've wow. literally it's, never heard you say that. It's it's The it's, Descent it, is your favorite horror movie of all time. It's the scary. Maybe, You've never uh, told me it's that. It's the scariest horror movie. I've never that heard I've, you say that. that. I've, I think I've that I've ever that. seen. Um, what did you say? I've heard you say that. Yes, yeah. I have said that before. You've said that it's the scariest movie you've ever seen. You haven't said it's your favorite. Well, doesn't that make? Aren't those no, the same thing? No, absolutely not. It could be so scary you don't like it. Yeah. Well, oh. I don't know. I, I'm. I, I have kind of a. a well, I. Is it I, the scariest and your favorite? Kind of, but because never... of that reason, I because it's scary. But like when I finished watching the movie, I was like, okay, that was a good horror movie. Like that. Was, You've never tried to get enter- me to watch it. You've I know never, because I, mean, I don't know if I want to watch it again. You okay, know what so I mean, can't, I mean so, that can't be your favorite because your favorite is something that you would want to watch a million times, wouldn't it be? Well, what's your favorite, Danielle? What's your favorite, favorite horror, horror movie? movie? Oh, man. I mean, it's October first when we're. Oh, there we go. Movies. Yeah, the descent. Oh wow. Anyway, I but I so anyway. I was very excited about him directing. Yeah. Sure, sure. The Hellboy movie, right. and You know, and then yeah, whatever happened. Um, what are some great uh, Halloween movies to watch this some month? Great Halloween movies. Well, yeah, wow. we'll we'll do this. Or horror films, or just, or just whatever. October movies. Could it be movies? just Halloween movies in general? Does it have to be horror? Because I'm not you, really the horror aspect of okay. it is not really what I'm into. I'm more into like. A different okay, side like what? of of, of I, a, I fall back on Exorcist three okay. every time. <laughs> I love seen it. The third Exorcist movie with George C. Scott is 
Perfect. Okay. Never seen it. <laughs> wow. Okay. There's a recommendation. That's a recommendation. What's a what's a what's a, a Halloween spooky movie that maybe people haven't seen? Oh, that they haven't seen? Yeah, because that. Well, I think that's, that's one. one. That, yours is one. Yours is one. Definitely. <laughs> I don't know how many people of, would say that. None of us movie. have seen it. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, it's great. Yeah. I'm it's um, to... William Peter Blatty directed it, so he's okay. the guy that wrote The Exorcist. Oh, nice. Okay. And just skip the second movie. It should just be the first and the third one are are the only two you need to watch. Um. I'm a big fan of Hereditary. I was terrified of that movie. Have you seen that? No. I've seen a lot recent. of titles. I've never seen, seen any seen of these that. movies. What about that? Uh, I haven't watched the, a lot the of vampire movies. one that you got us recently. Uh, that's, see, that's the thing is that I don't, <laughs> I don't really associate that with like Halloween and like stuff like that. But yeah, Only Lovers Left Alive is an incredible movie and easily cracked my top five the first time I saw it. What's that's name? good. Yeah. Only Lovers Only Left Alive Lovers is one of the yeah. best movies okay. I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Yeah, that's it's amazing. A, that's and, um, it's about vampires, which is why John brought it up. Yes. That's Halloween and stuff, I guess. But it's one of the best interpretations of vampires I think I've ever seen. How about uh, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night? I've never seen this. I haven't seen that one. We're no. getting a lot of good recommendations yeah. here. You have it's, good ones, yeah. It's, it's Iranian. It's a vampire movie. There's They don't make a lot of these over there. Uh, it was produced by Elijah Wood's studio, whatever that is. How about Mandy? Have you seen Mandy? No. <laughs> I have not. With Nick Cage? Oh, oh my I've seen that, yeah. Terrifying. Uh, the original, the original, amazing. what we do in the shadows is like such a good. Oh, that's yeah, that's, that's a good. I, I love think that. if you're looking for a calibration on where I'm at for like autumn spooky Halloween whatever, like I that's where I'm at. Okay. I want what we do in the shadows type shit. Like, yeah. Right. How um, about the witch? Never seen it. Yeah, that one is good. That's with uh, Anya Taylor Joy. That was one of her first movies, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that is really good. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm actually about to watch the Stephen King It movies again. Ooh, okay. Yee-hoo. Cool. Well, I actually haven't seen the second That's one rough... for some reason. I don't know why. Wait, am I thinking of uh. the book or the movie? Because the book was fucking rough, man. Oh, the book is rough. I mean, I've, I've actually I've read the book. I'm talking about the one like... with Tim Curry, isn't yeah. that? Okay. No, no, no. I'm talking about the one they did in 2000. Oh, they did a new one. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That has Bill Hader in it, doesn't it? Uh, the second one, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There you go. Nice. Awesome. Give us your spooky, spooky recommendations. We also heard from Ross Radke. Ross Speaking Radke. of Ross. Book club, club member. There you go. <laughs> also pal of mine. Yes. Right? Awesome. He uh, was just at Rose City Con. I know. Yeah, awesome. I saw that. I was like, that's where we met. Oh, man. Aww. I wish we could have made it out to that. Ross said, hey, I'm looking forward to the book club member podcast. Will be fun he- to hear the gang talking about their favorite comics outside of the Hellboy universe. I'm always game to chat if you're looking for guests. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, sure, we yeah. got to have Ross on here Absolutely. to talk about some of his favorite comics. I would love to hear what, what some of his influences are. Well, yeah. I saw he he replied to you on uh, Twitter the other day about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did oh, you see that? Right. Man, yes. Yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, if you do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode without me, I'll be, I'll be so- personally offended. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I was yeah. thinking we should do a TMT one. That would TMT, be good to look at the comments. Yeah, you know that would be I'm, great. You know what I'm surprised you didn't mention when we were talking about uh, Halloween movies is your love of the Nightmares on Elm Street. Oh, movies. yeah. I love those. We've talked about them extensively. We, all, we, we watched three and four. I don't know how many times. We saw three and, and four in the theater. Yeah. Um, for one of we our did. anniversaries. <laughs> they showed them at the Alamo <laughs> Draft House. They were going to play oh, five, nice. but we were like, no. We we left. Left. Well, I wanted to say for five. I didn't. I was like, let's go. It started at midnight. I'm out of here. It started at midnight. So there you go. I mean, you're going to 
going to watch three but movies. no we've seen three and four i don't know how many times we could like oh yeah those we are, listen to the soundtracks I of love those the in the songs car from those movies i love everything about those yeah. movies i mean i've seen them a billion times i have the box set on dvd and blu-ray yeah. and uh yeah i love the nightmare on elm street movies that was like that was my upbringing is freddy krueger's stuff i know yeah. that seems weird no anyway. that's, that's no, actually not, not quite popular <laughs> so yeah yeah great discussion i love this i love just like chatting and having a good time yeah, so I keep, yeah. I keep, i'm gonna keep bringing it back around to that's this okay. every time my yeah, brain i well i just thought of the burbs Oh, the oh burbs. 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 that's it. That's the, my pick. That's my number one that's pick. The best that's it. One. That's yeah. the number one Halloween you, movie, or just ha- if you want to watch something at the end of a long day in general. The that's burbs. the best. I'm so glad you mentioned that, Matt. Like, you don't know the how favorite. many times we watch that we movie. Watch the burbs. It's we so just, good. We put it on. It's all a quote the time. along at this point for us. Yeah, it really is. And I just, um, I'll just walk in. I'll be like, one. I want to put on the burbs, and he's like, Okay, let's go. It's never a no from <laughs> that's him. That's another one. Like, yeah. even in my family, I go home and visit my brother, and we're making the yeah. burbs references. We both have yeah. the burbs <laughs> t-shirts. Um, the last time I went and visited my brother, they were watching it yeah. outside yes. on the projector nice <laughs> oh, it's awesome <laughs> so i was just like man love this is that amazing. movie that is that's it that's my top my Halloween niece pick. has seen it yeah my nephew has seen that they they all yeah that's a great that's one great man. awesome all right and then speaking of someone said uh oh earlier you were like uh if you think it ruined the movies the comics are still there you can go <laughs> yeah. back and read them and that's what we're gonna do today uh that's what we're gonna do for our book club episode for the week i had discussed with matt and the gang the possibility of revisiting the short stories and some other parts, um, because like Matt always says, when you finish reading the Hellboy comics, it just makes you want to go back and reread some of the other stuff again and look for all those references and everything. So yeah, I thought this would be good to just like ask each other, hey, what's your favorite short story? And then so this week, I thought we'd get Matt's input on your favorite short story. Goodbye, Mr. Todd. This was first published as a backup story in Gary Gianni's Monster Men in 19, August 1999. It's collected in the Hellboy Volume 4 Right Hand of Doom trade paperback, the second short story's Omnibus, and the second library edition, so you can all get your copies to read along. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. I want to kill everyone. everyone. <laughs> You're chanting, Ray. You're chanting. <laughs> <laughs> you need like, like a book holder to hold it in front of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. Um, I like when he crushes the cans. Yeah. Funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I god. love that movie. <laughs> I'm just trying to take a nap. I'm only trying to get some goddamn sleep. <laughs> Sorry. The, the story and art are by Mignola, colors by Dave Stewart, and lettered by Pat Brousseau. So we didn't have Clem Robbins on as the consistent letterer yet. Oh, okay. And we covered this okay. back in uh, we covered this way back in episode 5 of our podcast. So if you want to check oh, out shit. our initial wow. thoughts, you can <laughs> wow. go check that out. Wow. Yeah, so Matt, um tell us about your love for this story. The best thing about Hellboy to me, Hellboy comics is their simplicity. Yeah. And and you don't have to do a lot to to get my mind turning. Sure. And, you can give me like a seven or eight page Hellboy story, what I call one and done, where it's like, we're going to drop you in in this decade, uh, and the story's over. It's one and done. Is, right? that, is that what you call it? Yeah, that's what I call it. And, <laughs> and is that a term that's used anywhere else? I've heard that. I think so. Uh, yeah. I'm oh, okay, giving you a hard time. Like I'm busting your way. walls, mate. It's cool. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, I, I, I work from home. 
for years. So I don't really know what's going on out there, man. <laughs> you know what? Fair play um, to you. <laughs> but uh but you say but like simplicity was... i'm looking at this first page and i i you know even the art itself like mignola if he's like oh the details would look weird here he just does away with them this whole like the brick facade yeah. here and all this he's yeah. just like well i'm just not gonna put it there because it's too busy you know what i mean so, somehow like... somehow it gives me the same feeling <laughs> i get sitting next to the fireplace in my grandparents house yes you know what i yes. mean where you're yeah. like no this is everything i ever wanted yeah. in life it's this perfect gray day <laughs> And in 99, when I was reading comics, it was like, wow, it's kind of hard to find really good comics, you know, like comic shops weren't as, as, you know, prevalent as they are now. And, um, and if they, even if you did have a local comic book store, it was kind of seedy and a little bit iffy and you were like, I don't know about this voice actually. And there were too many Rob Liefeld comics on the stand. That was too much. Yeah, I think at this time I was reading stuff like Kingdom Come by Alex Ross and and uh, the Long Halloween, the Batman series by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that w- that's a good one though. And then this this comes along, and you know I'm actually sure that I read it after the Monster Men stuff for the first time. I think I think I read it in the Right Hand of Doom trade. Right. Yeah. That's for the how first I read time it too. But so like I'm reading all these stories. And then, I don't know, down the road, months, a year later, I don't know, it occurred to me, I was like, wait a minute, wasn't there a Hellboy story that was different? Let me look back. And I was like, okay, hold on. And I found it. And I was like, it's Mr. Todd. There's nothing else quite like this to me. To me, it's this is the, def- the, definitive, the definitive one and done Hellboy story. It could have been a whole and, thing, though. It could have been a whole thing. But he was just like, nah, that's fine. That's it. I think it was supposed to be a miniseries, ah. and and maybe not a Hellboy miniseries. It was just supposed to be like a Lovecraftian-based story, and it didn't work out, and he used it for Hellboy, which I think he's done okay. often. But to me, this story doesn't need to be any more than it is. Right. It doesn't need to be any less. And like John was saying, once you read all through the Hellboy stuff, you go back and reread it, and some things are in an all-new light. And so when I went back and reread this, because I'll read it. I mean, I re- you guys know. I read all the Hellboy all the time. It's kind of a sickness. Yeah. But when I when I go back over Mr. Todd, I'm like, wait a minute. And then, now I got it. And I'll talk about this later. But I got to go find a Witchfinder series, right? <laughs> and yes, then I go, darn yes. it, that's the same. Witchfinder. You know, like when did they did they come up with this during Mr. Todd? Did they come up with it later? Where else was it? Nowhere. It was only Mr. Todd. You know, like that kind of thing happens. And I find that really exciting that it keeps giving, although it's what I would refer to as a very simply told and illustrated story. Not And, and you know, when you say that about Mike Minola, what you're really saying is there's more depth than you can take in. Yeah. And so luckily it's done with a minimalist approach. It's it's yeah, masterfully done for sure. Yeah. Uh, sometimes yeah. less is more, especially where, you know, Mike Mignola is concerned. But also I knew that Todd meant death in German. Oh, okay. When I read this, so I was like, Oh, goodbye, Mr. Death. That's kinda cool. Excuse like I knew me? that right away. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought it was strange that it's T O D Todd. You don't normally see that name spelled like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Didn't so, even cross right. my mind. That's interesting. <laughs> right. Okay. I love the amazing Todd Seance poster. Yeah, um, that's on good. this first page. That is really cool. 
I like the kind of in-world stuff, the way Mignola sees like that this guy would advertise himself. Well, and there's a, the he like the broken glass, like he zooms yeah. in on the broken glass and it's in there. Yeah, that's I love cool. that. That's great. Yeah, and that's that's all Hellboy needs to see, right? Yeah, like that sets okay. The whole so first tone of all, for everything, it's Portland, Oregon, 1979, right? Um, and, and when I first read that, I was like, oh, cool, gritty 70s stuff. Like, yeah. I want Hellboy in the 70s. You know, that'd be really cool. <laughs> oh, that'd be and, a cool series. <laughs> and the first thing he says is, wow, what an awful place. And I'm like, it doesn't look that bad. What's the problem, right? Because there's like a broken window. But then when he sees that poster, he's like, something tells me this isn't going to be good. And, yeah. and that's just like, you know, that's classic Hellboy stuff, right? Yeah. You also get a rare Mignola car. Mignola doesn't like to draw cars, and so oh, yeah. he rarely does, and you see one right here well, in this It's a little panel. bit of a car. Yeah, it's just yeah. part of a car, but you see that it's a car in there, yeah. For sure. He doesn't draw the full car, no. <laughs> As Hellboy goes in, he t he asks for Mary Ann Glazek. I did look for that. I couldn't find a reference for that. That's just like kind of one of those... Well, but Glazek spelled backwards is... Nothing. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what is it? We were all waiting in anticipation, <laughs> like, oh, did we miss something? But I love this staircase. Oh, yeah. Um, I had just moved to Boulder, Colorado in 99, and I worked in a kitchen with a back entrance from an alley with a staircase just like this. Nice. It kind of reminded me of that. I just love looking at this classic, like, Mignola art. We, yeah. we, it's, we, we don't really uh, get to come back to this stuff too much, or we just haven't. It just seems like it's been... I guess it's been like three years since we've looked at some of these stories. So yeah. um, it's so cool to check this out. So she talks about Mr. Todd being a medium. Uh, she says he was just doing his usual thing and it went all crazy on him. And it's like, could you be a little bit more specific? But that little panel right there, it's kind of like giving us a sense of what we're going to see. Like it's, yeah, I don't know, yeah. it's kind of it's like a weird tease. You just see this shriveled hand and like this weird. Well, it's a mood shot, but it's like plot centric mood shot. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's did. really neat. That's a that's a cool panel. And Hellboy mentions that he caught his act a few years ago. He was good, he says. Okay, so this is not the only thing that um, made me think there was opportunity for a prequel. Like, why? Okay, so what would that have been like 10 years earlier? 60s or something? Right, right. How cool would that be to have Hellboy back then? Because, I don't know, he could have interacted with Mr. Todd, and he's just not bringing it up, you know? Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But you know how they write around stuff like that, plot holes or whatever. But I, I think that... Yeah, sorry. Somebody's walking by. My, I, I started thinking maybe I'm parked at like a lover's lane type of spot. <laughs> I'm Everyone's making out it's you're just like overlook. podcasting <laughs> with some fucking nerds about a comic book. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, it, I think I'm. I think I'm in the clear. If anything, I look like I'm doing something suspicious. But uh, <laughs> I don't want to skip ahead here. But she's saying like. I don't think I can go back up there, right? Yeah. She's she's freaked out. Well, but not a Hellboy. Right, right. Right. So the first time you read this, you're like, oh, man, there's a whole world going on here where everyone already knows who Hellboy is. And I don't feel left out. Yeah, I don't feel yeah. like I missed anything. I feel like I'm being dropped into something that's already going on. And the best stories to me have so much backstory that you don't know about that it makes for a more well-rounded character. And mm. and so it just hit me right away, like, okay, he's the only bright red thing on the page. Everything else is really muted, right? But, like, 
no one's freaked out by it, you know? Right. Yeah, it really settles you into that whole world and that idea that he's just like, kind of like just a celebrity or just like so a people, guy. Yeah. yeah, he's just a guy. I couldn't find, you know, the internet, man. Like, if you read something on the internet 10 years ago, it's pretty much gone, right? Like, uh, yeah. you know, however they built a website or something is incompatible nowadays. But I read an interview where I'm pretty sure uh, they went over to Dave Stewart's house and sat over his shoulder while he tried to get this girl's shirt perfectly or the perfect color. Wow. And they went back and forth on the color and back and forth wow. on the color. And then after this, if I'm just going off memory here. Maybe somebody knows where this can be read. But I'm pretty sure that after this, they were like, yeah, we're in good hands with Stewart. And that's when it was like, Wow. You know, I know that he had already been on the book, but it was like a done deal after that. Okay. Wow. So, so this is not the first Dave Stewart, but it's it's early, and I guess, yeah. and the, and you're saying it like sealed him as the you know the longtime colorist that we would you know know him to be. That's yeah, pretty if memory serves. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. But so on the next page, Matt, where they show Mr. Todd's act, you know that mm -hmm. Hellboy saw. You mentioned Witchfinder earlier. Yeah. So. His spirit guide looks exactly like Zora, who is Mary Wolf's spirit guide in Witchfinder in Service of Angels. Yes, oh. exactly. So remember, and, like, she would go behind this little, like, little cabinet, and yeah. then Zora would come out, and it looks just like this character. Yeah. Well, and she would, remember, because Ed Gray was like, I gotta look in there. And she's all decomposed. Oh, right. right. Yeah. yeah. Because the spirit guide uses the medium's life force in order to manifest, right. right? And so that leaves them looking, you know, fully drained. And that's the same thing here with Mr. Todd. He looks the same. And so that's, so, you know, this is where it's like, all right, I'm just making all this up on my own. But when you go back and read in the service of angels, Zora talks to Ed Gray for a bit and she says, look, I'm only on this plane for a short time. Right. And then, and then I'm out of here. I'm not, I'm not meant to be here forever. So this is a long time later. Like that was whatever, 1800s. And now this is like, right. Was it? Yeah. 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 And so now we're in the seventies. And so my mind started wandering like when Mary Wolf ends up dying in Witchfinder, spoiler, but uh she appears to Ed Gray immediately as a spirit. Oh, and right, that, yeah. And and the whole reason they go to Mary Wolf is because they're looking for this what's his name? Blackwood or something? They're looking for a guy to find the the demon bones, right? Right. <laughs> and and she says, Yeah, I we he did not leave this world peacefully or easily and we helped him with that transition. So she's like a group of spirits that help people transition from oh, Earth when wow. it's a, when it's a bad supernatural death, right? So I was like, wow, wouldn't it be cool if Mary Wolf became one of them and she was Mr. Todd's spirit? Right. Guy. Okay. That's so like, cool. wouldn't it be cool yeah. if this is Mary Wolf right here? Like, uh, that's a reach, but yeah, you know, I was that's like, your head go ahead. And, I love that. Yeah, 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 and it justifies the prequel anyway because you could tie it all together. There you go. You should be you should be pitching these books, Matt. <laughs> well, I was going to say when we were talking about a BPRD series, if they don't ask fans, I mean, come on, how long do you have to do a podcast before you're the authority on the top? <laughs> <laughs> Longer than three years, I guess. 
<laughs> yeah, and they keep and they keep hiring writers, and they're like, "Hey, you guys got to do uh, go back and read all the books so you can become experts." No, we have experts out there. <laughs> like, you don't need to hi- make an expert to hire one. Get Mark Sweet we'll on there. Do it. Yeah, no shit. Right? Get yeah. Mark Tweedo on there. Oh, hey, I, I forgot. I forgot where Mark Tweedo wrote this. If it was like on Twitter, or if it was like a private message. But he said the whole discussion earlier about the gore and all that. He was like, "This is why it needs to be stop motion because mm. you could do uh, the lightsaber right. where you just cut off a head and there's it's just like a flat okay, thing." Yeah. You know what I mean? With the with that's the, cool. And I was like, "Man, that's really smart." Yeah. I guess yeah, you're absolutely right. That would be the perfect medium for it. Anyway. Now I'm gonna imagine this the rest of this comic in stop motion. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. And and this is a lot of like Johann Krauss type stuff happening here. Oh as yeah, well. yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah, definitely an allusion to that character with the whole they mentioned ectoplasm and everything. So um what do you think about this? Like he uh he started um Using some drugs, some certain drugs. Okay, here's the thing. Hellboy says, shouldn't use drugs. Some people absolutely should use drugs. Some people's <laughs> lives are materially better, and their quality of life shoots straight up when they do drugs. So that's incorrect. Well, I think that if you, you think- are if, if in moderation or at the appropriate dosage, at the appropriate set and setting... Just use just use drugs. I think sometimes, unless it is super I mean, bad for you, in which case, don't. If you're like an a recovering addict, don't use drugs. I just feel like that's not an overall. You can't just say that to everybody. Sure. In I think he's talking about in terms of drugs and magic, right? Mixing them. Yeah. I think also like um, it's seventy nine. You know, what I mean, you got to think about like where people's, where the public's right. awareness was with drugs. If we're talking and about heroin, stuff like that. Yeah, you don't know do it. I mean? But like, this guy looks like he's smoking weed. Oh, uh, I don't think it's weed. He's probably smoking something more fucked up than that. In a joint? Yeah, you can roll anything up into a joint. Yeah, but do most people do that? <laughs> I knew a guy. Yeah, sure. I, I knew a guy who used to roll cocaine up in a joint. Wow, don't do that. Okay, don't do that. <laughs> But he just says the word drugs. He's... He doesn't say don't roll cocaine up in a joint and smoke it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's good advice. Don't do that. But I don't know. Drugs in general, you can't, that's a blanket statement. That's not really, it doesn't mean anything. He's probably doing opium and yeah. some LSD. Okay. Something well, like that. Well, that's probably bad to mix that yeah. up. But I think, see the way it's coming out of his nostrils and his mouth at the same time? Like he's exhaling? Yeah. That reminded me of... um. And it's funny because we're we're going to talk about the dragon, right? Or the seven, probably. But you know the term chasing the dragon? Yes. Oh, yeah. So that's what that reminded me of. And <clears throat> that's what made me think of opium. Because that's generally right. um, used in terms of, like, opi- opium and heroin. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I like how in the top, when it's showing the flashback, before it talks about, like, he had scandals and he started doing the drugs he's like he's got a suit on and he's got a little more clean cut but in this one where you saw him doing the drugs he's only got like a tank top on oh, and, right. he's got, yeah. and he's got a more 70s look to him yeah but he does look like a little bit more haggard than he does like up top when hellboy saw him i do think that panel is cool you know what i mean where it shows him like uh it's just you know that mignola style is just oh, yeah. uh he looks like one of the beats you know, because sure. <laughs> those guys started out kind of like, um, you know, buttoned up shirts, tucked in, combed hair. And yeah. then by the 70s, right. that was all over. Yeah. But yeah, some people shouldn't do drugs. And this is one of those people, apparently. Evidently, this guy should definitely not have done drugs because that is not good for him to do. Uh, jeez, quick Hellboy says. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the best, man. And so right there, that was 
my first memorable G's. Oh, mm. nice. Yeah. Matt's first memorable G's. I'm going <laughs> to post that. I'm going to post that. That's a post right there. Yeah, but this reveal is incredible. The jellyfish tentacled thing coming out of Mr. Todd. Well, it looks like the tentacles weren't able to fully form. Like, everything yeah. wasn't able to fully form. Like, how do you... Because that was his intention, right. obviously, because we see later that's what it is. But imagine drawing that. Like, how I wonder how much concept art he worked through before he got it just the way he wanted it. Because that's... Yeah. What an amazing, incredible concept to actually execute well. Because when I see that, that's what I see. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I yeah. couldn't... If someone had said, hey... Make it look like an interdimensional being tried to come through but didn't make it all the way. Right, right. I'd be like, uh, I, I don't know if I can do that. Actually, I don't know if I can depict that well. So this is, yeah, impressive. Yeah, and, and the I'm, first time reading it, I was like, oh, is that the spirit woman that we saw on the previous page from his old act? Has it become distorted from drugs? What's going on here? And then you realize, like, no, that person's gone, right? right like, whatever yeah. connection this guy had to the spirit world has been tainted and taken advantage of by something not good from over there. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Were you going to say something, Aubrey? Oh, no, I'm just sitting here looking at this, this tint, the way these tentacles, like, one of them kind of sort of looks like a frog leg, and then another one kind of looks like a like a different kind of leg oh yeah kind of, there's kind of, kind of like these little weird tails and, and stuff like that you know, so it's not just like tentacles it's like everything and it's like and like you said it just couldn't fully form or something like yeah that, you know like they're still trying to push through yeah marianne i love her reaction she goes well <laughs> that's what she does <laughs> hellboy well <laughs> doesn't the whole thing just seem like a mistake yeah like every everything like the whatever those tentacled ectoplasm is and and then, yeah, everything just seems like, you know, it was avoidable. <laughs> yeah. And, like, everyone just, like, w took the wrong door, the wrong turn at the same time, you know? Right, right. I love this effect, too, where you see them all, like, shriveled up. And uh, Mignola's got such a great style. It really holds up. 1999, I think this story was. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just really fun. Really good stuff. Here we get a classic Hellboy beat where he takes out the little herb, right, to thwart the monster. He's got some sort of, like, know-how of uh, how to use this kind of stuff. So he's got Arbutus here, native to warm, temperate regions of the Mediterranean, Western Europe, and the Canary Islands and North America. The name Arbutus was taken from Latin. I like how there's a little, yeah. little asterisk, and then there's a little thing down at the bottom saying that, you know, it's used by ancient Greeks and Romans to chase away evil and protect small children. I, I, I love when comics I do like, that. I like, I like yeah. little footnotes like that. Yeah. There's stuff called trailing Arbutus. That's used for urinary tract conditions and fluid retention, and it can also be used as a drying agent. So that's okay. that's what this is. He just calling like trailing arbutus sounds weird. Oh, okay. So I think he probably just you know had had like an old book of herbs or something like that. But but it makes sense. A drying agent makes sense because on the previous page he says uh, the thing's so damn big it sucked your boss dry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that but makes it's sense cool that he, he has that on him. Yeah, like he's just carrying. I mean, it's like the best utility belt you could have. <laughs> right. Yeah, that is so cool. And but I didn't see anything about that about it being used to chase away evil and protect small children by ancient Greeks and Romans, but. Um, that might actually be a thing. I don't know. I didn't do. I, I, I should have gone back and listened to episode five and listened to what I uh, said there. Oh, that would be funny <laughs> if you like 
had a fully like educational thing about it and you're like where did i come up with that <laughs> i'm gonna go back maybe i'll just uh if it's in there i'll just insert it into the episode here it's <laughs> <That's> um... awesome <laughs> flashback and so uh this arbutus is known as an irish strawberry tree it's a sh- it's a evergreen shrub yeah and it's native to the mediterranean region and western europe north to western france and ireland Okay, so so far, so far we have the setup, right? Hellboy <laughs> needs to go to this place. It's about this guy. He's seen the act before. Now it's tainted by drugs. Uh oh, there's a big problem. This tentacled thing. Let me try this herb I have on me, right? This is like classic one and done Hellboy. Yeah. Like the very next thing is it's gonna get hectic. It's going to get precarious, and then it'll be okay, but, you know, do we get another G's or right-handed doom, boom? You know, like, like there's a couple of ways it could end, so now you're just waiting to see. But it's not formulaic or boring, right? Yeah. Right. It's still like like I could read this over and over and never get tired of it. Exactly. I mean, and I love the the uh, the rhythm of it because yes, yeah. it, it, yeah. it has that Mignola humor where, you know, he's like he needs a match to light the herb or whatever, the Arbutus. And as she's going to give it to him, you see the tentacle coming from behind him from behind his mm-hmm. neck like it's gonna grab him and he's like yeah. what? this is beautiful yeah i'm just oh, yeah. i'm just staring at this page this page is gorgeous yeah if i if you handed this to me and i was like what is this and you just didn't tell me anything about it and i read it i'd be like is there more yeah is there more exactly. of this can i is there more to this because that's yeah yeah that's why the book club special is one yeah. of our prizes because it's got all these short stories that you can just like flip through and they're so awesome and the art is amazing any beginner comic book creator just needs to look at how this one story was made. It's all there. It's yeah. everything yeah. you need. You get your beginning, middle, and end with a new new normal at the end. And just the way it's constructed. Some of the word balloons are in the panel. Some bleed off the panel. Some are just yeah. words over top of the panel. It's all there. It's it's. I mean, the guy, he can like use all the tricks in one story and it doesn't seem like he used all the tricks in one story you know right, sometimes yeah, yeah. you see like a new director and it's like wow okay he's doing that too okay fine you know that's <laughs> another trope but these are like manola tropes like he has said that this story is based on his love of all things uh lovecraft right oh, okay and lovecraft stories but like i mean let's be real at this point who's contributed more to that category of pop culture hp lovecraft or the people inspired by him. Sure. And I think if it's the people inspired by him and his stories, then it would be uh, the Hellboy stuff, especially. Oh, yeah. yeah because definitely. there's so much of it. And frankly, I think more people know it as Hellboy. Like, if they read this, they'd go, yeah, it's classic Hellboy. And you go, oh, well, have you ever read any H.P. Lovecraft? Because it's kind of the same thing. And they'd be like, no. Right. Right. Yeah. I think at some point, you know how they say the student becomes a teacher or whatever, yeah. a master. This is something more than that, because he was just trying to give back to something he loved and ended up contributing to the point where it became original in his own way. Definitely. Uh, I'm watching a cat interact with a fox. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. What's happening? Oh, over I hope there? that I hope that doesn't there's go sideways. A, there's a small gray fox interested in this black cat that's just walking around like yeah leave me alone 
Oh, mm-hmm. now they're going their separate ways. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That ended. That, yeah, that ended, ended well. well. Yeah. yeah. I love it's Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> okay, because um, the foxes come back. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> yes, please keep or us not. updated on this little fox. Um, but I do love this gag where he's like, he pulls the herb out and he goes, they hate this stuff. And then he goes, wah, you see that, that little sound effect. And he's like, see, oh yeah, yeah that's, that's really good. Yeah. That little, like that the tentacles would recoil or it would make a sound. Um, I really like that. And then, um, I don't know if I caught this before. Um, there's a lot of tension right here because she tries to light the herb. It pulls Hellboy away and she drops the match yeah. and then she has to relight another match. I don't know if I caught that the first time. That's a... Uh, a neat little detail to add to the suspense of this scene. Yeah, she lights up. I love one. panels like that. Yeah, yeah I yeah. love all that. It's really good. And like he's getting all pulled away. He's totally engulfed by the tentacles. Um, just his little hand is sticking out before she can light it. All that stuff is just ah, and chef's she, kiss. And she had to throw the match too. Yeah, I I've, I don't know if I've ever seen a match stay lit while it's been thrown. That's really lucky. And also, <laughs> those leaves are very very dry. Yeah, yeah, because they, really they are. just explode and into they just they're like combustible almost. Right. So they're they're it's all good and dried out. I wonder if that has something to do with Hellboy it too. Explodes I don't into know. flame Is that here. Anything, he's magic, right? Isn't he? Is he? Well, I was just thinking he was just in his belt for a bazillion yeah, years. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> it's just super dried yeah. up. I guess. So that's lucky. Oh, and he produces heat, so his belt is probably warm. No. <laughs> <laughs> this idea that he would get sucked in with the thing, like, how do you convey that? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, how do you, I don't know, but it, he manages to do it. Yeah, like, if I had that idea, I'd go, nah, I can't pull that off. Forget it. I'll right, do something yeah, that's, else. That's what I'm saying is, I don't, that's, yeah. It's telling us what's happening very well. It's basically just, well, it's three panels, but then the panel with her, that does part of the storytelling, too, because it's like, yeah. he disappeared. It's telling us that he disappeared without telling us. Yeah, but there's no, that's what I'm saying. There's no big, giant block of text that is saying, what's happening? Oh, no, you must be getting sucked back into yeah. the portal of the thing. Like, you know, or, that's or, not, she's not narrating thought, this. Or worse, thought balloons. Yeah, there's there's no narration <laughs> yeah. happening. I mean, but we, we talk about Mignola's style and his minimalism and his art, but it even comes down to the dialogue, too. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? That minimalism. That annoying that, fucking... The, the storytelling is going to have the least amount of words yes. possible, too, which is... Show, don't tell. Yeah. We yeah. love it. Very cool. Love to see it. Literally, we love to see it. <laughs> Yeah, so she almost says the name of the story, right? She goes, Mr. Todd? Like, thank God she didn't say goodbye, Mr. Todd. I'm a big fan of this, actually. So I'm, I am I get very excited when the that someone says the name of the movie in the movie. Right, right. I love it. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I love that the thing has... Okay, so it's just funny that she's alone because she didn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> right. And now Hellboy she's there by herself. Yeah. Now Hellboy's, like, part of the problem. What's she going to do, you know? So so we're kind of in her, her shoes. And then, you know, she doesn't have to wait very long before Todd just starts to like, or or whatever it is now, just starts to literally implode. And yeah. without, like, there's that one, what do they call them? Like a pillow panel or something? That one small panel, it looks like an explosion, the third panel on the right, page. Right, yeah. That's all you need. And then there's Hellboy with like the T-shirt on, yeah. <laughs> and I just I just remember like no he he's fine he's not covered in slime he's not yeah there's no blood and guts he's 
perfectly back to normal, except you know he's been through something because he's got that T-shirt wrapped around himself. Yeah. Which I just thought was hilarious, you and know? He's still holding the herb, but it's just like little twigs. I think that's really great, oh, yeah. too. <laughs> well, and we know that he didn't... There wasn't, like, some sort of weird transformation where he is Mr. Todd now or something like that. Like, yeah. no, he just literally blew up. <laughs> <laughs> and the only thing that made it out was Hellboy, which is just, you know... How weird, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this was another one, you know, uh, I, I talked about all the, I mentioned all the um, quote-unquote like gory or messed up moments. Like this would be one, wouldn't it? Or would he just crumble? You know what I mean? Because like you see all the little like confetti on that panel where it says Hellboy going, geez, you never see something like that coming. Yeah. But like wouldn't that confetti <laughs> be like body parts and stuff or like body debris or something? Well, or, I just imagine like a puff of smoke with confetti. Really? There you go, yeah. Yeah, because I was going to assume because the guys all tried out, it's more like paper. Oh, okay, like okay. But it, you're right, though. If they were to make it as, an, as a Hollywood, if this had been in the movie, he would have been like goo everywhere. Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like she would be covered in goo, the room would be covered in goo. Right. This last bit of dialogue is amazing. Sorry about your boss. There was nothing we could do for him. But we did get rid of that creature. That's the important thing, right? And she goes, uh, I guess. I guess. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I totally failed, but not really, right? He's like trying to sell it as a success. Right, yeah. yeah. And well, it's it's great. It's like he's kind of flawed. He He's just there to make it go away, not yeah. have everything turn out okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to put it, yes. That's amazing. Um, and then we get this little jellyfish thing on this last panel, and then a close-up of the poster, the end. So I got to talk about yeah. this. Um, when we would go on later and read Conqueror Worm, uh, we would find out. So remember in Conqueror Worm, they sent up that guy in the capsule so he would get possessed by the... Yeah. yeah. Uh, which one? What hem was it? I don't forget. I forget which hem Conqueror one, Worm was. One of the hems. One of the it hems was... <laughs> Well, so it's similar to was Zora. It, was it Liam? I think yeah, so. yeah, it yeah. Liam. It was. It was similar to Zora. Yeah, Liam. I think Hem. It's Zara. Uh, yeah, Zara. Zora. Hem. Oh, Zara Hem. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what it was. Uh, but um, we learned that out there in the out in the like abyss or whatever, these jellyfish things are out there, and they're from the visitor. Yeah, from the visitor too. We learned that, and and Conqueror Worm, they explain that they're part of the. They're actually part of the Ogdruhem. Yeah. So, no, the visitor in Conqueror Worm. Yes, the visitor. That's in the Con first time. Yes, that's a, yeah. So it, it's like that's when he he's given his whole all the back the back the backstory. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. And, yeah. And basically, like these are part of the Ogdruhem, essentially, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. their spirits on the other side. So this is like one of the first Ogdruhem that we ever see in the comics, essentially, right? Other than Seed of Destruction. Yeah. Right, so now. Yeah. Did he know what he was drawing there? Or did he later say, what should the Ogdruhem look like? Hey, how about that jellyfish thing? Right, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So how much did they have planned? And that's always the big question, right? What's going on behind the scenes? Are they making this up as they go along? Yeah, yeah. Is this yeah. planned? This really feels like they, in hindsight, cherry-picked little details from it. But it totally works, and it lines up perfectly. I mean, it's just like, yeah. it's yeah. just so good. And it's just, in terms of the universe building and everything, um, I mean, there are already two other series that we could tie it to. I'm sure if you examined it more, you could tie it to other parts of the mythology as well. 
Um, but yeah, great pick, Matt. This was awesome. Anything else yeah. you wanted to say about this story? I feel the same way as as I was saying earlier. Every time I read this story, I'm like, I don't need any more Hellboy before or after this. It makes me imagine the head cannon on my own, right? Yeah, yeah. And and anything after this, like, there's always a, a nervousness when you read something you really love, where you're like, oh boy, I don't know if anything can compare. You know? Right, right. Luckily. It does. There's a lot of Hellboy and BPRD stuff that just blows your mind. Uh, but even though that stuff is as spectacular as it is, I can come back to this and be like, no, yeah, I really do only need this. Yeah. yeah. It's perfect to me. <laughs> it's just a perfect little comic book story. The way they made it, it's not, they didn't do too much. They didn't do too little. And I can't articulate this correctly ever when it comes to Manola stuff, but it's like the amount of depth would be overwhelming if not for the minimalist style that it's depicted. in. Right. right. Yeah. I don't know how to quite, it's like, it's like, there's so much here. I can't take it in because he didn't show hardly any of it. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's a, it's, it's, it's unique. I, there's nobody else doing anything like that. There just isn't. It's also not a chore to look at, or read and i think right. most yeah. of that is because of the art you know when i'm looking at this it's it's it takes me through the story very well very masterfully as opposed to i have to like parse out what everything is first and you know what i mean so it's um it's it's enjoyable instead of a task to complete yeah when uh john told me we were going to do this story and i went back to um read it it's like i think we did like we were doing like multiple stories at one time during that during all this time and so it all kind of got blended in with other stuff, but like just sitting here getting the time, the time to just kind of sort of read just this one and sit with it is, it's a beautiful story. But then also just being able to see the classic uh, Mignola art style, I was like, man, we haven't seen this stuff in forever. Yeah, it's great it's to so go back nice. and look at it. Yeah. So he's his next thing is going to be Acheron, right? Yeah. And so Zora is the one who told Ed Gray about Acheron. Oh, that's right. The, great way to tie it yeah. back in. Yeah. And, and I, like when they were like, Hey, you know, what backup stories would you want to do? I took it upon myself at one point to write an entire Ed Gray brief history. Mm-hmm. And I called it Acheron. And wow. I was like, here's the whole script and everything with four pages, but you know, here's the script. And, uh, they wouldn't reply. And oh, I was wow. like, Oh man, why don't they, why? Cause they'll reply to anything. Right. And they and they would never reply to this one story idea I had. And then when I saw that there was an actual comic out coming out called Atron, I was like, oh, maybe I had done something that was too close to something had they had planned. And by telling me that they would have spoiled this, that they would have leaked it. Right. Yeah. So huh. they can't tell me we have this already because then I would tell you guys and it would be out there. Right. So, <laughs> so like. No, they never said it, and that would have been a funny one because that one had me, the character Matt, calling Dark Horse offices, asking to talk to Mike Manola and being like, I know he's there. And they're like, no, he doesn't actually work here. And I'm like, I know he's there. Put him on the phone. And like at the end, I'm pretending to be uh, Eric Powell. Oh, which from the I goon. thought it was funny, but so it's entirely possible they just thought it was a terrible idea and didn't want to break it to me. Right. But I. 
I mean, I called it Atron, and now they have an Atron coming out, and I don't know. Maybe mm. that's why. Isn't it also like a thing like if you're going to write something, like you shouldn't read anybody else's pitch because then they might say they've that you jacked there or whatever. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing oh, is that sure, yeah, yeah, there yeah. might be something. Yeah, like, like they that can't too. acknowledge stuff like that because it's like, well, they're going to say that that we stole their story or whatever. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. Interesting. I'm excited. To, I'm so excited for that book. Um, I did want to mention this uh, in the collected version. Mignola writes. A few years back, I was fooling with an idea for a non-Hellboy miniseries. It didn't go anywhere, but I did like the opening sequence, and eventually it turned into this. The store not only shows my continuing fascination with H.P. Lovecraft monsters, but also with ectoplasm. In fact, back in 1993, when I first conceived Hellboy as a team book, one of the characters was going to be an ectoplasm guy. Anyway, dot, dot, dot. Wow. And the rest is history. Right, that was awesome. That was fun. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Matt, and for hanging out with us yeah. for all the listener feedback. It was so great to get your insights on the movie and everything. Ah, oh, what a great discussion! I feel like old times. We just fell back into it, like old friends. Friendship. Hashtag friendship. Yeah, yeah. Every time I hear news from Texas, I'm like, yeah, those guys are still the best part. I think yeah. <laughs> they should probably yeah. they should probably move out here with me. Yeah, yeah. Colorado's okay. Actually, man. uh Come, all, all, almost all of our friends have moved to Colorado at this point. Yeah. Tell them to look have. me up. We know I'm so sure many people cool. over there, yeah. Yeah, you are cool. We'll, 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 we're going to send a bunch of people your way, Matt. Do it. And um <laughs> but, you know, in all seriousness, thanks for letting me hang out. I I was trying to get on. I was like, let me do one of the commentaries and I don't know, logistically that's probably not realistic, it didn't, but Yeah, work out. But yeah, I'm loving this. Uh, it, you're right. It is like old times. And, you know, I know like one day when we're hanging out in person, it will also feel like, like old we've times. always been yes. that yeah, way. Like yeah. it's never For not sure. been like that. Yeah. So anyway, yes. except you'll be like, wow, your hair really is white. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thank you so much, Matt. Yeah. And so where yes, can people follow you online? Uh, okay. So follow me at the letter hack on Twitter. Or at Comic Malagro on Twitter. Yes. Uh, the Kickstarter's well done now. Well over. But um, there's always a lot of news coming out. We'll be doing, uh, we have at least a couple of book signings that we're going to be doing in the new oh, year. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like in awesome. person, book release parties at Holy comic shit. shops. That's going to be fun. So, you know, people can people can come hang out with us there and, and get a book, even if you didn't do the Kickstarter. Um and uh i'm also on instagram at friends of shrekbine which is you know a mix of personal and art so really you know at the letter hack on twitter and at comic milagro that's going to be most entertaining <laughs> awesome if, if i would beg to differ <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome well thank you so much matt and uh now aubrey's gonna say all the things Oh, man. Classic All the Things, Aubrey. All right, everybody. That was fun revisiting that short story. Yeah. Uh, why don't you guys dig it up and uh, tell us uh, what you think of it? Uh, you can send us a hey, you damn guys at hellboybookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Hellboy Book Club Podcast and on Instagram and Twitter at Hellboy Book Club. You can also find all of our resources on our Podbean website and our Facebook About section and our link trees on Instagram and Twitter. As always, a special thank you to Paul from Gatahan for the theme music. Yes, thank you, Paul. Thank you, Matt, for suggesting this story. This was a lot of fun. Yes, thank you. Matt, you're awesome. Thank uh, you. Friendship. 
Thank you, John, for doing the editing. And thank you, Danielle, for always being awesome. High five. <laughs> In-person high five. You can uh, find the podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from. And uh, if you're on the iTunes, uh, just open it up and give us a five-star review. That would be so nice if you did. Do it. It helps us out. It really does. Or don't. No, don't say that to them. <laughs> Hashtag don't. <laughs> Hashtag leave a something or other. <laughs> a review, that's what I mean. <laughs> leave us a, a basket of, of goodies. Ooh, a basket of fruit. No, yes. a review, a five-star a, a review. Jesus. You're pulling this off course. All right. Um, <laughs> Delicious chocolates. Next week, we are starting the new podcast, Book Club Member Comics. Book uh, Club Member. And we're going to be reading the first two issues of Baltimore. Yes. So uh, I'm excited. I already read them. It's, it was a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm excited to get into this. And so Book you know what to members. do. Get out them trades. Get the digitals. Get the omnis, which I know are newly released. Yes. You know, and then join us yeah. next week on Book Club Member Comics. Yeah. yeah very cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm John Salinas. I'm Danielle. I'm the sheriff of Lover's Lane. <laughs> <laughs> and I've already loved with saying, well, the thing's made of ectoplasm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Awesome. This is Hellboy Book Club Podcast. Son. Yeah, yeah, there we go. But not forever. No, until just just week. for just until next time we do it. So. Yes. Yeah. Not really. I didn't mean to sound so somber. 